said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Say, Lord, I open up my heart unto the spirit and the life of God. I receive of your spirit. I receive of your life. I drink of your life this morning. Ask that your heart will become a fertile ground for the word of God. Command your ears and your heart to be attentive to the spirit of God. Thank you, my father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment. Lord, I have come before you. I hide myself upon the cross of Calvary this hour. My Lord and my Father, I ask of you this moment. Pass through me, O Lord, and minister to me and even the hearer in the name of Jesus. My Lord and my Father, that which you have for us today, Lord, I pray that we will not miss anything out of it in the name of Jesus. Father, do that which you know how to do best in our life. That at the end of this service, Lord, we have a reason and cause to glorify your name in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for everything. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before we read this scripture, I want us to open to Philippians 2, 1 to 18. I want to say, after the meeting, the sisters will all meet after minister meeting so that we can be able to visit Sister Zags. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2, 1 to 18. Sorry, Philippians 2, 1 to 18. this mind 
be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, ought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore God also had highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, the glory of God the Father. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do his good pleasure. Do all things without murmurings and disputings, that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Amen. Holding, holding forth the word of life. Is this 16 to 18? To 18. Holding forth the word of life, that I may rejoice in the day of Christ, that I have not run in vain, neither labored in vain. Yea, and if I be offered upon the sacrifice and service of your faith, I joy and rejoice with you all. 18. For the same cause also do ye joy and rejoice with me. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 The topic of this message is that let the mind of Christ be in you. Let the mind of Christ be in me. Hallelujah. Amen. Say then, that Philippians 2 to say, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain deceit, rather in humility, Value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. The mind, let the mind of Christ be in us. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus Christ is talking here. He says that, let, you see, he said, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish. Jesus Christ came to this world. He is God. He came down to this world so that we shall be saved. He is not selfish because if he is selfish, he cannot come down to this world. But he was saying, if we really 
want the minds of Christ to be in us, we will put selfishness far away from our life so that the mind of Christ will be in our life so that we can be able to run our race perfectly. If we have the mind of Christ, what God, what Christ, his mindset, what he was thinking, the nature of Christ, what is the nature of him? What is his mind saying? Those are the things that God is calling us this morning so that we can have the mind of Christ in us. Hallelujah. Let's see Romans 12, 1 to 2. Romans 12, 1 to 2. Hallelujah. When we don't have the mind of Christ in us, we cannot be able to attend to this. He says that do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If your mind is not renewing by the word of God, you can't just have the mind of Christ in us. Because the mind of Christ is what God is talking about the church about individual, we need to have that mind. So without all this, in, 12, in Romans 12, 1 to 2, say, 2, I read 2, he said, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is. His good Pleasant and perfect will. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are talking about the mind. Let's have the mind of Christ in us. To remain believers that God expects our thoughts to reflect the mind of Jesus Christ in unity, humbleness. We see in our text where we just read in Philippians 1-2. Hallelujah. To fulfill that ministry and commission as Christian, Christ-like, because we are, God expects us to be like him. Hallelujah. He wants us to be like him. When you are like him, then everything of yours, your thinking, your imagination, everything will be like him. Hallelujah. Because that's what God wants us to be like him. You see, in Acts of Apostles, he called the disciple Christ-like. Children of God need to be Christ-like minded. In everything, in his nature, in his mind, said, we need to be Christ-like. Hallelujah. We need to have the mind of Christ, love for God. When you will have the mind 
of Christ, then you must love him. Hallelujah. Philippians 2, 2 to 4, where we just read. Verse 4 of, let's go to, mm, I said Philippians. Yeah, Philippians 2, 4. Let's, uh, 2, let's go there. 2 to 4. Philippians 2, 2, verse 2 to 4. To fall. Yeah, thank you. It says, Then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain deceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Hallelujah. Not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of the other. Jesus Christ did not look for, own, for his own interest. If he will look for his own interest, he could have not come to this evil world to die for us. Hallelujah. He was looking at the interests of the kingdom of his father. That's why he came. And he wants us to should not be selfish ambition. We find out most of the people, most of us in the church, you find out that people are selfish ambition. All that they are thinking is what they will have, what they will do for themselves, not what to do for God. That is selfish ambition. Jesus does not have that attitude, does not have that mindset in his nature, there is nothing like that. So because he wants us to be like-minded, like we must drop every selfish ambition. Hallelujah. If you have that selfish ambition, we will never ever have the mind of Christ. Because Christ's mind does not have all these things. Some, they come to church of, because of what they will get. But in the real sense, they are not being here because they want to serve God. They want to do the will of God. They want to do the bidding of God. All that they are here is because of what I will get. And if they do not get that thing, they will not be happy. Some, they will leave. Some that we stay, praise the Lord, because we must have that mind of Christ. We shall put that selfish ambition by the side so that we can be able to become like him. Hallelujah. So that the mind of Christ will be able to come out of our life. 
You know, when the mind of Christ, you have the mind of Christ, that selfishness will be put aside. You will be in the church not because of what you will get or what you will have, but you will be in the church because you know that what you want in the church is your soul to be safe. Whether you get anything, you don't get anything. The basic thing is that heaven is real and hell is real. It's because of this word of God I'm coming to the church to get, to build up, to stand, so that at the end of the day, my soul shall be safe. But Christ, Jesus, wants each and every one of us in the body of Christ to get the mind set of God. Hallelujah. Let's get that mindset of Christ in us. So that when we get that mindset in us, we will drop all those things. He is not selfish. If he is selfish, he will say, no, this selfish war, I will not come down to this evil world to die for them. But when God is looking for someone to go, he offers himself. He went down here on earth so that I and you will be safe. If he is selfish, me and you, I don't know what could have happened to us now. We will not be seated here today because the mind of Christ, there is no selfishness. Hallelujah. He said, he said, rather in humility, value others above yourself. Jesus, he humbled himself. He value us more than himself. And God wants us to value others more than ourselves. Say, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interests of others. Because in our own interest, when you are looking to your own interests, you will not serve God. Jesus doesn't have that in his mindset, in his nature. There is no that in it. And he wants us, if we really want to have that mind of Christ, we must put our own interests and carry the interests of God at this season. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 5 says, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. In your relationship with one another, we need to have the same mindset as Christ. Mindset of Christ. The mindset of Christ that he came down is not selfish. It's not interesting. He is not interest of his own. It's because he loves us. He loves all of us. The whole world. He loves each and every one of us. That's why he carried the body and come down to this earth. So that I and you should be saved. Hallelujah. So that we shall be saved. 
Let's see Romans 10. Romans 12, 10. Romans 10. Eh? Romans 12, 10. in brotherly love honor one honor one another above yourselves praise the lord hallelujah he says let me take from nine say love must be sincere hate what is evil cleave to what is good be devoted to one another in love honor one another above yourself Honor one another above yourself. Don't think of yourself. Everything is about me. Roll around me. If not, count me out of that game. When they put other people, say, let them be in charge of this. If they say, put this person first, Mr. A, in charge of this. Mr. B will not cooperate with Mr. A because he is not the one. Because he wants it. It is me. God wants us to deal with that kind of mindset. Put it away at this season. Because with all this mindset, with this attitude, the mind of Christ will not be in our life. Hallelujah. Talking about this mindset, the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Jesus doesn't have that kind of mindset. That is where we take in our Sunday school, Matthew eleven twenty nine to 30. Matthew. Matthew eleven twenty nine thirty. Upon you and lean on and lean of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Amen. He said, "Take my yoke upon you and learn." from me. Learn. We learn from him. Take it and learn from Jesus. Hallelujah. When you take it, you learn from him. Then you drop those ones that God don't want us. Then you take the one that he himself took by taking that. That's why he said that in 29 said, take my yoke upon me and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. Those are the things that we need to learn of him to have the mind of Christ. Hallelujah. And you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my body is light. It's easy to carry. Jesus carried the body of the whole world 
upon his shoulder. And he is saying it's easy to carry. The yoke of Jesus is easy. But the yoke of the enemy, the other yoke, are not easy. That's why he said we should bring it upon him. Cast it every day. When that burden came in, cast it upon him. Take his own every day. When you take up the yoke of God every day, you will find rest in your spirit. You find rest in your spirit. The teacher was saying that most of the people in the church are the ones having hypertension. Why? Because we do not cast our own yoke upon him. We take it upon ourselves. And he called us to cast it so that our soul we have rest. If your soul has rest, then you cannot have hypertension. The reason why they have, because they are thinking, 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 thinking. You keep on thinking and you cannot get the answer to what you are thinking. Why can't you just throw it at his feet? Say, Lord, I cast this. No matter what happens, when you find your, any situation, no matter how it is, what kind it is, can you just say, Lord, I cast it upon you. When you cast it upon him, you pray over. When you cast it upon him, is that when you pray towards those things, you don't have any fear. You don't have any anxiety. You don't have any tension. You don't have any worry. Then you feel there is peace. And when there is peace in you, then tell me, how can you be having blood, lower, upper, hyper, lower, all this sickness associated with blood? Praise the Lord. God will help us and he will deliver us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Verse, that Philip. That Philippians 2, 6. Let's see 6. Philippians 2, 6. I read. Who be in very nature of God, do not consider equality with God something to be used to be own advantage. Hallelujah. When you have the mind of God, the nature of him, he was, he did not consider himself equal with God. Some find out that within, if there is a leader, it's in that you know better than your leader. You will not obey. You will not carry instruction. But Jesus Christ, he said, who be in the very nature of God did not consider himself equal with God. Something to be used to his own advantage. No, he didn't do that. If you have that mind of God, have the mind of Christ in you, the nature, because those are the things you find out that you will not behave in that matter, in that way. Hallelujah. Because it is in him 
when you tell somebody this thing that you are doing, stop this, stop that, you say, no, it's in my nature. Which means that thing that you are doing is, that nature is not the nature of God. It's not in the God's nature. You must put it away. You rather have the nature of God than if something contrary is the nature of the devil. No three ways, no any way. You can't say you are a child of God and you have different nature from the nature of God inside us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will deliver us in the name of Jesus. You see, in the nature of Christ, there is love. Hallelujah. The nature of God, mind of Christ, love. Let's see John 15, 9 to 13. John chapter 15. Nine to thirteen. Amen. As the Lord has loved me, so have I loved you. Mm-hmm. Now remain in my love. If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love. Just as I have obeyed my father's command commands. And remain in his love. I have told you this, have told you this so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. My command is this: love each other as I loved you. Greater love has no man has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. 12 says that my, my, comma, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Say greater, I say greater love has no one than this, to lay down, to lay down, to lay down one life for his friends. In the nature of God, you see love flowing. Flowing, uncontrollable. You see, just love that he laid down his life for us. When you have no love, which means there is something wrong somewhere. The nature of someone is right inside us. But the nature of God say love. John 3.16 says, For God so love the whole world and he gives his son, whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. 
For God so loved the whole world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believed in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Love. Love. When the mind of Christ in us, you find out that love is flowing out of us. Love will flow out. And at times because you have that love, some people think that you are a fool. You are foolish. They want to outsmarter you because you are just obeying God and you want to show love to Mr. A because he said this is his problem. This is what he was passing through. This part, the part at times is true. At times he will just say it so that he will get something out of you. But you give it out. Because you are obeying the word of God. Some people think that, okay, because this church, this is how they are. If you have this thing, you have this problem, look, they will do this. But if you really love your family, you will not cheat on them. If you love this family... Because Lape is a family. Whatever Lape did to anyone was doing it unto the Lord as a family. Whatever anybody did to you, give to you, was doing it unto the Lord. But some, you pretend that you will walk the work of God. Because when all of us are here, we think we are one family. We are doing one business in the house of God. Divine yacht of God. We want to see it, it increase and blossom. But when you use that because of your selfish ambition, you use that because you are looking for a job somewhere. You didn't get the job. You landed here. You use that because you think of what you are getting. That thing that you are getting is a cost you are bringing upon your life. Because then we do it. We will give it all heartedly. But you are bringing cost to yourself. It's better you submit. Praise the Lord. You submit completely and be that family that you say you want to be. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God will help us. Because real love is an action, not a feeling. Real love is action. Taking action. When there is a problem, when there is something to do, take action. Not a feeling like love of the world. It produces selfless sacrifice giving. Hallelujah. Love produces selfless sacrifice giving. That's how Jesus Christ, he sacrificed selflessly. He gave. And God wants us because 
the mind of God needs to be seen in us. Hallelujah. He said, the greatest act of love is giving oneself, as we have read in Philippians 2, 3, 2, this. See, like, what Jesus did upon the cross. You, what will you give in exchange? There is something that each and every one of us have to give. As what Pastor was saying this morning, Pastor Amy, you have something to give for the house of God. You can pray, you can help clean, you can farm. Look at our bins here. Pay money and farm it. And we have people that can help. You have something. You can help. In those days when we are growing up, we find out that when you see somebody, elderly woman, carry load on her head, even you don't know her, if she's going your sight, you help her carry that thing. You help. Help someone do something. And even by doing that, that person at times will say, Kai, this person always he normally come to my house and help me wash plate, help me wash my clothes. There is something in you. I need to do something for him. I need to give him something. Because you cannot feel comfortable getting someone helping you all the time and you cannot be able to do anything to that person. It's not of God. It's not of God. That mindset is not of God. Because if you really want that mindset of Jesus Christ, you get staying with a woman, staying with somebody, minister to you, do this to you, do that to you. You cannot one day say, hey, I beg, mommy, do you have something? You have clothes. Let me wash it. Let me praise it. Oh, let me go to Mr. D's. Maybe he has need of one thing or the other. Physical one to do. Give something. Give something. Not that until they call you to do this thing. Until they call you to do that thing. No. If you really want the mindset of Jesus Christ to be in you, when you are doing that in the house of God, when God sees what you are doing, he is the one he will bless you. He will touch the, no matter how hardened that person is. You find that, at times say, hey, I feel like buying this to dash this person because he assists me. He always helped me fetch water. But I saw he doesn't have silpers. Can I buy this thing and dash him? That's how God wants us. If we are selfless, mind his own things, God himself will say, Kai, this is my daughter. She needs this. Before you open your mouth to ask of that thing, you find out that that thing is at your doorpost. Hallelujah. We need to learn. Jesus Christ is our example. Learn from him. Learn from him. 
You can give your time, you give your service, listening to help someone, encourage somebody. It's all part of giving. If you don't have money to give, you have your time, your service, you can be able to render your own service to someone. And secondly, Jesus Christ is merciful. In his life, you find out that he is. You find a flow of mercy coming out of him. Jeremiah 33, 6 to 11. You see the works of mercy there. Jeremiah 33, 6 to 11. You will see the works of mercy. back from captivity and will rebuild them as they were before. I will cleanse them from all the sin they have committed against me and will forgive all their sins of rebellion against me. Then this city will bring me renown, joy, praise, and, and honor before all nations on earth that hear of all the good things I do for it. And they will be in awe and will tremble at the abundant prosperity and peace I provide for it. Amen. Amen. This is what the Lord says. Hallelujah. To 11. Uh, let me continue. This is what the Lord says. You say about this place, it is a desolate waste without men or animals. Yet in the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem that are deserted, inhabited by neither man, men nor animals, there will be heard once more Amen. the sound of joy and gladness, mm. the voices of bride and bridegroom, Amen. and the voices of those who bring thank offerings to the house of the Lord, saying, Give thanks to the Lord Almighty, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. For I will restore the fortunes of the land as they were before, says the Lord. Hallelujah. That's the work of mercy. He is merciful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2 4. Ephesians 2 4. Ephesians 2, 4, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy. Amen. 
saved. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy. Hallelujah. He is rich in mercy. And when you want to have that mind, you have to be mercy. Hallelujah. Merciful. Hallelujah. And there is forgiveness in heart. We will not take, you see, just write Luke 23, Luke 23, 34, and John 8, 11. Let's read Matthew 6, 12 to 14. Luke 23, 34, John 8, 11, Matthew 6, 12 to 14. Thirty-four. John eight eleven. Then we read Matthew six twelve. Matthew six twelve fourteen. Luke Mat Matthew six twelve to fourteen. Luke twenty three verse thirty four. No, we are not reading it. <laughs> Just take it. The one that we read, we read the one, last one six. Matthew 6, 12, 14. When you go back home, you read it on your own. Okay. All right. Matthew 6, from verses 12 to 14. Yeah. Forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For if you, if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Amen. Except for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. We're talking about the mind of Christ, the nature in him. Forgiving heart, hallelujah. And the fourth one, compassionate heart, hallelujah. Compassionate. Matthew 14, 14. Matthew 14, 14. And, and, so a, and so a large crowd... He had compassion on them and healed their sick. Amen. Amen. So when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he has compassion on them and healed their disease. We're talking about the nature of God, the mindset of God. is compassionate, humbleness, number five. Humility, that's humbleness. Where we have read in Philippians 2.8. Can we read Romans 12.3? Romans 12.3. 
say, by, for by the grace given me, I say to every one of you, do not think of yourself more highly than to you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. Think of yourself. Don't think so high. You are so high of yourself. If you want to have that mind of Christ, can you think of yourself so badly? Just think you are nothing. Hallelujah. Amen. Number six, obedient to God's word, as we had in, we read in Philippians 2 8. So, can we take Matthew 26, 39? Obedient, because he learned obedient. Matthew 26. Matthew 26, 39. Going a little further... He fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as your will. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ here is, preach, is praying. He said, Little father, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it is possible, may this cup be taken from me. Yet not as I will, but as the Father will. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews 5.8. Hebrews 5.8. As though he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered. Amen. 5.8, he says, but Hebrews 5.8, he says, Five eight, son, thou he was, he learned obedience from what he suffered. He learned obedience, even to the cross. Hallelujah! We need the we need the following attitude in order to have the mind of Christ, servant attitude. Ephesians six, five to eight. Mark 10, 45. Can we look from Mark 10, 45? Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6, 5 to 8. Mark 10, 45. Can someone read Mark 10? Forty-five. 
For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Amen. What did he say? That the Son of God did not come to serve, but him to save. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To be served. Uh-huh. Mike ten forty five. Let me take it from my own. He said, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to save and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. Amen. God wants us to get that attitude. Mindset of Christ to be a servant attitude. Hallelujah. You know, when during Jesus Christ's ministry on earth, he bring water to the boy, asked his disciples to sit down and he washed their feet. Hallelujah. When you don't have that servant attitude, you will not do that. Praise the Lord. Crucify death to the wall. A life in Christ. You see in John 12, 40, John 12, 24, Galatians 2, 20. Let's read Hebrews 2, 9 to 10. Crucify because you must crucify everything that will not allow the attitude and mindset of Christ to be in you. Because if you do not crucify those things, it will not allow the mindset of Christ to be in you. Hebrews 2, 9, 10. Hebrews 9, 10. Hebrews 2, 9, 10. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Say, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. So that by the grace of God, he might taste death for everyone. In bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Amen. You see, had it been Jesus Christ, did not went all through those things. I and you, I say, we cannot be able to be seated here. Hallelujah. Christ lay aside his divine right and privilege. Be ready to voluntarily lay aside your whatever it is. Social status, positions, wealth, certificate, etc., etc. If you do not lay it aside, aside, you cannot be able to win a soul unto the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Jesus went to the cross. He sacrificed his life for the soul to be saved. And we need to keep aside our position, everything, because at times those are the things 
that are standing on our way, we cannot be able to bring other people. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. In conclusion, before we, to shine in brighter this evil world, we need the mind of Christ, which is love, humility, love, love, boils of mercy, compassionate heart, and above all, obedience to the word of God. Hallelujah. As we have learned at this hour, can we bow our heads before God? Let us examine our life where this world was haunting us, where we know that the love is not there. Humility, humbleness, lowly mind, bowel of mercy, compassionate heart is not there. He said, above all of them, obedience to the word of God. Can we take time at this hour to examine our life? Those things that does not allow us to have the nature of God, does not allow us to let the might of Christ to be in us because Jesus Christ in the beginning, he made man in his own image and likeness. If that likeness and everything, he breathed into the life of a human so that at least we're supposed to have the mind of Christ. But something goes wrong when we are growing up. That's why all these things, we cannot be able to manifest it out. But today, God is calling us because God wants us to have the light, have the mind of Christ, to be in our life at this hour. Can you begin to 